Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. I'm Tracy Morgan. So nice to have you with us today. We uh, appreciate you being here today, especially the week that we're in. So I hope you do have a good holiday, but we are going to continue with our program today. So thank you, especially for being here with us today. Uh, Today is our day with Concordia, Concordia Visiting Nurses. We kind of loop everything in with uh, Frank Script. He's typically here and he is here today. Sarah Beth Swain is also here and we're going to be talking about National Home Care Palliative Care and Hospice Month. So that is our topic today, and uh, we welcome we will welcome uh, Sarah Beth and Franken here in just a moment. But let me first give you all the different ways that you can listen, because of course you do have the options of listening to us on Alexa powered devices, streaming online at wisr680.com, and then you also have the option of listening to us on the radio. And then there is the app wherever you would get your apps, and you can download the app from there. All right. So Frank, Sarah Beth, both in. Nice to see you both. Nice to see you. Thanks yeah, for having us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, welcome back to the program, Sarah Beth. It's been a while. It's been a couple of years. It's good to be yeah, back. Yeah. yeah. So this is a, a particular month that, that's near and dear to you, especially. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So talk about that. Why, why is it important that we, we take some time to uh, pay attention to this specifically because we talk about this all the time, Mm -hmm. but yet we need some time to just really focus in on it. Yeah, absolutely. So November is a celebratory month at Concordia. We recognize our home care, home health, palliative care, and hospice teams who they make up about a third of Concordia. Home health is one of the fastest growing uh, healthcare industries in the nation. Our clinicians go out and visit patients um, in their home. They're traveling in inclement weather, all kinds of conditions, uncontrolled environments. And we just want to say thank you for showing up and, and going into these homes. So we have a, a full um, team who who works to for the patient. I mean, it starts really with HR and, and hiring that right person for the patient, and then we, um, who will care for the patient, and then we admit the patient. There's a lot of administrative and operation support team who all work together with the field team to deliver the best patient experience um, for those we serve. Yeah. We, we actually have, um, we employ 800 people approximately in our home and community service companies, and I think I, I, I can confidently speak for everyone at Concordia when I say how blessed we are by each of them. Um, we, we've talked in here before about what we like to, how we like to express our gratitude uh, for our employees uh, all across Concordia. You know, we've talked about some of our events, our employee appreciation events. Um, this is just a cool month. And of course, it's not just a Concordia specific month, mm-hmm. but it's a, it's a great opportunity to express that gratitude for all of those people that Sarah Beth mentioned and more, the clinicians, the nurses, the therapists, mm-hmm. the social workers, administrative staff, all of those people are what make the mission happen in our home and community services. Mm-hmm. So we just want to express our gratitude and say thank you enthusiastically. And talk about how important that is to employees. And I'll get both of your opinions on this. And Frank, I'll just stick with you since you brought mm-hmm. this up. But it does make a difference, I think, in a company when management or certain people in certain positions say thank you. Oh, yeah. And show appreciation. You say something like that, and it's like it implies to me that not every place does that. 
which is so foreign to me. <laughs> right, yeah, no, right. Really and there are a lot is. of people listening that say, I'm in that company yeah, that doesn't and do I'm, that. Yeah. Really, I'm sorry to hear that for a lot of people because that's just not our culture at Concordia. Um, and that could just sound like lip service from a PR guy, but truly, it's not our culture at Concordia. Um, we... <laughs> We call it the Concordia family um, for a reason. We want people to feel valued, um, like they're an important part of, of what we do, because um, what we do, that mission that we have, it doesn't work. It doesn't happen without great people. Yeah. Your opinion. Go ahead. Yeah, I absolutely echo um, Frank's sentiments. We we show appreciation in many ways, um, verbally with thank yous. We always give some sort of gift for uh, National Home Care Month. This year, um, everyone got Concordia branded headphones. So, oh, a, see, that's perfect, right? right? That's yeah. my yeah, that's my world right there. <laughs> yeah, so Love just it. a quick way to say thank you, and that's the many gifts, uh, tangible gifts that we give our employees every year. We're just looking every month how we can say thank you, um, because like Frank said, we are so blessed that they're on our team and helping us carry out our 141-year-old mission to deliver exceptional care and good faith to those yeah. we and, serve. And like Sarah Beth said, this is one of the fastest-growing industries. And at Concordia, it's one of our fastest-growing, if not our fastest-growing, service line that we have. Mm -hmm. um, we're serving more people today in home care than we ever have before. And Sarah Beth knows better than I do specifically the, the areas that we're in and the number of people that we serve now. Yeah, so um, Concordia's Home and Community Services, and this includes home health, our hospice service lines, and private duty care. We're caring for patients from Erie County down to the West Virginia border. Uh, we welcomed a new addition to the Concordia family a couple years ago, Concordia IRMC VNA. We make it sound like we have children. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now our footprint extends even further uh, east into the state, and we're in two uh, Cambria and Clearfield counties. So really impressive statistics over the past year. Our home and community clinicians had 65,000 in-home visits, and they traveled 7.1 million miles to care for our patients. Um, to give a little bit perspective to how that fits in nationally, the uh, National uh, Home Care Association estimates that 12 million people annually receive in-home health care, and 7.8 billion miles are covered to see those hmm. patients. Like, and you continue to grow, so it's not mm -hmm. like the work that you're talking about shrinks no not at all um when concordia visiting nurses they'll celebrate 25 years um this coming may and when they started a patient visit looked like education a patient was discharged from the hospital we were going in how they can manage their diagnosis at home now we have heart transplant patients coming home patients are coming home sicker the care is more skilled. They're being discharged from the, the hospital um, a lot faster th than they used to be. And that's just trending. So, yes, we will just continue to grow. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk a little bit about um, Thanksgiving since we're talking about appreciation, if mm -hmm. you don't mind. You know, the, this is uh, what we're focused on, of course, this week whether you're talking about two days before prepping or eating turkey three days <laughs> afterwards. So it's all about Thanksgiving right now. So talk a little bit about, Frank, I'll, I'll turn, uh, turn back to you, but what is Concordia thankful for? Yeah, I mean, we have a lot to be thankful for at Concordia. Um, it's cliche, but our biggest blessings continue to be the people that choose Concordia for their care, 
Um, we can't tell you how thankful and grateful and blessed we are um, that people continue to choose us month after month. Um, we don't have a mission without people choosing us. So mm-hmm. a, a big thank you to everyone who uh, continues to choose us for their care. And then, of course, the team members who help us carry out that mission. Um, right now, we're serving... Uh, and this is throughout Concordia, not just home and community services. We're serving about 50,000 people per year now throughout our system. Um, and it's about 3,100 employees who carry out that mission. Um, to say that we're thankful and grateful, I think, would be an understatement. Um, but beyond that, we're so thankful that we've managed to keep quality a top priority at Concordia, despite some of these difficulties from, you know, what have we been talking about for... 36 months now? I don't, over two years now. Throughout COVID, um, throughout this worker shortage in healthcare, everyone's feeling it. Everyone's talking about it. You can't turn on the news without hearing about um, another healthcare worker shortage. Um, and we're just so blessed to have a staff that's committed um, and not just committed to, um, to Concordia, because of course we love that, but committed to the people that they care for. Um, and that's something that you can't teach, you can't train, um, you just have to find great people. Um, and we're just so happy that we've been able to, to, in some way, attract those people that really care for others. Um, and of course, I have to say, we're really blessed and, and grateful to still be able to, to offer some of the best pay rates, the best benefits, um, some of the best staffing ratios when you're talking about our inpatient care. Um, without the ability to do that, then maybe you can't attract some of the best people. So we're really, really blessed for, for our staff in general. And I always like to bring up with you that partnership that you have with BC3, mm-hmm. because not only do you already have the best, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're partnering with, with a school that's really training the best. Crucial. Yeah, it's training <laughs> the best. And it's a crucial part of this county. And so when people know that they can get a job right out of school, I think that's just a, a collaboration that, that makes you the best. Yeah, yeah. N- not just have a job, but have no debt coming out of school. Right. You know, I mean, that's so key. <laughs> I, I won't get into um, the federal student loan issues that are happening right now, but obviously that's another thing that we see in the news every day. Um, to be able to go to a high-quality institution, to work in a field that is arguably the most in-demand field in industry right now and to come out with no debt and a great job with a great pay rate afterwards. I, it's just such a win for, for the county, for BC3, and of course for Concordia and our patients yeah. and residents. Yeah. Anything you'd like to add? Um, no, I mean, yeah. What he said. It, yeah, what Frank <laughs> said. It's a great partnership. I, You know, anyone looking to earn a nursing degree, LPN or RN, it's it's for free. And you have no debt and you have a great job afterwards um, with a secure, reputable company who will continue to invest in, in your development. Yeah, win-win for all, yeah. for sure. Well, and I know we've kind of focused our conversation so far on Concordia appreciating their employees, and, and that's fantastic mm-hmm. because I think it's a crucial part of what you do. But there's also an element to Concordia that you give back to the community, if you will. Yeah. So talk about that a little yeah. bit. Well, I, 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 Sarah Beth, I know, wants to talk about the missions committee that we have, and um, we'll talk about that in a minute. But I just wanted to... Um, give people a little bit of background on the culture at Concordia. 
because giving back and being a, a good neighbor and a part of, of this community, and when I say this community, of course, I'm talking about Butler here, but in all of the communities that we serve, it's just so important that we're good neighbors and that we give back. Um, as an organization, and this is throughout all of Concordia, we're providing about $12 million a year in charitable care, and that's for residents that we have who have outlived their resources um, so that, that's one of those things that we don't talk a whole lot about. Uh, the beautiful part about, uh, about that program, it's called the Good Samaritan Endowment Fund, um, is that none of those people ever know it. No one ever knows that they're getting help, and that's something that I'm just so proud to be a part of at Concordia. Um, there's about 600 residents in that program. We also are uh, providing donations to other charitable organizations uh, locally, domestically, and internationally to the tune of about $4.5 million. So it's really something that's important to us um, that, that we're giving back. But beyond that, Sarah Beth, <laughs> we're extremely <laughs> proud of the Employee-Led Missions Committee that we started a few years ago. Yeah, so in 2018, um, Concordia, actually the home and community side of Concordia, developed a missions committee. This was an idea of the home and community uh, CFO, Tammy Young, who asked herself, all right, we're, we're serving patients. How can we help the community beyond the patient visit, and how can we have um, employees help us carry out that mission? So it was um, determined we would kind of um, tackle a different geographic region in our service um, area each quarter. And our first mission was with the Lighthouse Foundation in Butler County and our employees, I think we had about 20 employees show up um, to help with their food pantry. And just from there, it continued to grow. We did missions in Lawrence County, uh, Washington County. We worked with City Mission, Variety, Pittsburgh, a bunch of nonprofits in our area. COVID hit, we kind of suspended all in-person missions, but kept up um, monetary donations throughout the pandemic. And then we resumed the in-person committee um, service events this year. And we brought this missions committee to all of Concordia. So we started inviting members from all locations, including Ohio and Tampa, Florida, to see what we could do to give back to where we where we serve um, globally, I guess. Um, so right now we are working almost exclusive, not exclusively, but a, a very important mission is through the Pennsylvania Education of Children and Youth Experiencing Homelessness. We are working with a region regional program coordinator um, out of Western PA who has helped us identify over a thousand kids. Um, in 73 school districts who are experiencing some form of homelessness. Our first mission was earlier this fall. We did a backpack blessings where we stuffed backpacks with all school essentials that these children needed. Uh, we, I think, donated over 300 backpacks to these kids. Yeah. Um, our location in, in Tampa, Florida, also um, took this mission and de uh, designed it for the needs in their area, and they worked with a local church um, for, with the same concept. Concordia, on top of what we're doing as employees, generously donated $10,000 um, to continue supporting the needs of these underserved uh, children in our area. Right now we're doing... Angel Tree Mission, where we adopted 28 kids, um, and we're um, making sure they have a great Christmas and getting the items that they put on their wish list. And these are just yeah. um, 
to elaborate on on the children that that we're helping, um, these aren't the traditional picture of a of a homeless child. Um, these are some of the kids who just kind of fall through the cracks for one reason or another mm-hmm. because they're not getting picked up by the system. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I say that very broadly, generically, but um, they're the kids who maybe um, are considered homeless because they've been kicked out of their house or they can't live in their house for some reason because it's not a safe environment. Mm-hmm. So they're couch surfing mm-hmm. or they're staying with an aunt or uncle for, you know, a, a few days here and there. You know, these are kids that social services through no fault of their own, just, they just don't hit that radar. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just not picked up by the system, unfortunately. Um, so these are the kids that this organization um, focuses on that we're trying to help right now. And obviously, Tracy, you know our history a little bit Mm -hmm. with children. Yes. Um, So that's one reason why this is just... I'll let you explain it. (laughs) (laughs) One reason why this is just so near and dear to our hearts since Concordia started as an orphanage back in 1881. um, Children remain an integral part of, of our mission. Granted, we're not doing... Uh, you know, serving orphan children specifically anymore, but it's why we do some of these events that mm-hmm. we have throughout the year, and it's it's why we do programs like this. Yeah. And I don't have all the details in front of me, and, and I know you're not here to talk about this specifically, but there are also kids right now who end up in the system, but rules have changed a bit about how they can't stay in a not home, like as in you and I being a foster parent mm-hmm. or something along those lines, but they can't stay in a particular home for X amount of time, and then they have to be moved on, mm-hmm. and it's to try to get them a forever home. Mm-hmm. But if they don't have the forever home, yeah. then they're yeah. kind of circulating that system. It is. It's just awful. So, you know, I, yeah. I, again, through through no fault of anyone. Right, it's just right. A, It's just a problem that is so difficult to tackle. Yeah, yeah. So all we can do is do what we can. Yeah, it was a really humbling experience reading the kids' wish list. They're not asking for Nintendo Switches or anything of high value. They want warm clothes, shoes, the the basic necessities. So um, it's it, it, it's sad, but we're going to make sure they have what they need. Concordia will also be buying each of the children a warm winter coat um, to help them through the cold winter. Yeah. yeah. Well, with your missions group, mm-hmm. because you are so expansive you're in very different areas ohio being one florida being mm-hmm. one you know pennsylvania is a whole different culture if you will sure. you know if you yeah. put it that way um how do you meet those needs all over the place how do you understand i mean i know you're very well versed in what you do but explain the the process that you go through yeah it's just the members of the committee they kind of work um with their local communities identifying the needs um for example, there's an organization called Sleep in Heavenly Peace, or, um, and they build beds for children who need beds, um, and they do bedding drives. In our Concordia at Villa St. Joseph location in Baden, our administrator there, she's working with uh, the directors of that program to ensure that children of Beaver County and surrounding um, communities have bedding. Uh, They just did a bedding drive, and probably after the weather breaks, we'll have a bed build event where we invite team members from all over western Pennsylvania to go and help 
build and frame beds. Literally build kids. beds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we've talked to them before here yeah. uh, on the program. Yeah. And so, yeah, they, they're local. Yeah. Yeah. And well, yet yeah. they build beds from scratch, if you want to put mm-hmm. it that way. So we love yeah. building projects. Yes, we this, do. This <laughs> missions committee loves building projects. One of the coolest, one of the cooler ones, yeah. uh, mission projects was, um, we've done two house builds now. A three. Three. Mm-hmm. Three house builds now. Those were with St. Luke? Yeah, St. Luke um, Lutheran uh, Church and School in Cabot. So we did two before the pandemic, and then we just did one a couple months ago uh, with the church. And it's a great event. We frame homes uh, for local, uh, regional, and actually this year we framed two or three homes that were being shipped to Kentucky, who the community that was um, just recovering from a tornado, I think last, last year, but it's a whole servant uh, day event. We have volunteers inside making soup packets, sewing placemats, making fleece blankets for veterans, children's, uh, the Ronald McDonald house. So it's a really cool event. And, uh, yeah, we get to swing some hammers and it's (laughs) definitely, um, like Frank said, probably the coolest event, uh, we do. Yeah. And I mean, you talk about the process, um, and and I think that you were touching on this. It's, you hate to say it's just about networking, but it's really just about our, our employees and the people on this committee, especially they're big parts of their community. Mm-hmm. They're connected, uh, you know, not through uh, professional means, you know, they're connected right. because right. they want to give back and because um, they want their communities to be better and, and to do better and to, to help people. Um, and those are the kind of people that are, you know, attracted to not just Concordia, but this committee specifically um, are people that want to give back. Um, we're just so blessed by that. Um, I'm trying to think, what are a couple of the other um, mission events that we've had recently? Um, I think we kicked off the 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 collective organization mission with the Ukrainian uh, Ukrainian right. humanitarian um, drive, which we worked with a company called uh, DTC, DT Care. They help make, um, hard to reach, they drop shipments in remote, Mm -hmm. um, areas, um, all over the world. Our team came together. We collected over 12 pallets, I believe of hygiene products. Um, anything we can get through customs, anything we can get through customs and they helped, uh, drop, drop in Eastern Ukraine and, and Poland. So that was a very cool event as well. So what if somebody wants to help? I know we've talked about churches being connected to mm-hmm. Concordia, and, and that's great. And I know you can organize yeah. through through Concordia for that. But what if individuals are listening now or maybe groups mm-hmm. are listening now and they think, I'd like to be involved in that? What's the process to get involved? Well, you know, it, it's a... Unfortunately, it's a complicated answer for an easy question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Um, we, we partner with so many groups, organizations, and we love doing that. Um, this missions committee is, we're very proud of the fact that this is like, this is a straight up employee focused mission. You know, this is, this is a way for our employees to give back. Um, so we don't necessarily ask for help from community members on these specific projects. Now, if, if someone has a need and they're looking, you know, to, 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 uh, to have this missions committee maybe help out with something, mm-hmm. then they can always give Concordia Visiting Nurses a call, ask to speak to someone on the missions committee yes. and talk to them about whatever that need is. And then we can sort of throw that in the mix. Um, 
but as you know, Concordia, we, we have so many opportunities um, outside of this missions committee mm-hmm. uh, for people to get involved, whether it's whether it's donating. Of course, this is our big time of year for donations, volunteering. Um, our hospice companies are always looking for volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got uh, one thing that people can get involved with right now is we have an adopt a resident program. Um, which I don't know how close we are for time. I could talk for 15 minutes about it. But how about I just give <laughs> Get you a commercial? about three or four, yeah. I'll give you the commercial. <laughs> We've got our Adopt-A-Resident program uh, happening right now um, where individuals, families, businesses, churches, anyone can adopt Concordia residents to make sure that they have a gift to open um, at Christmas. Um, this is a program that started with about 100 residents would need gifts. Today, um, I was figuring this out just yesterday, about 1,500 residents throughout Concordia um, will need a gift to open uh, this this holiday season. Um, so obviously, this used to be just an employee-led thing, and it has grown a little bit outside of our control. So um, we are asking if anyone has any um if, if you're looking for a mission this year, um, all you need to do is call the Concordia facility of your choice. So here in Butler County, we've got Cabot, we've got the Orchard, and we've got Concordia of Cranberry. Tell them you want to adopt a resident or 10, and then yeah. from there, we get you your wish, the resident's wish lists. Yeah. So that's one way that people can get involved right now. If we want to just call Cabot, what's the phone number? How- Give us a call at Cabot, yeah. 724-352-1571. And from there, you can either uh, adopt a resident in personal care or skilled nursing. So you would just ask for someone in activities. Fantastic. Now, I am looking at the time. We are running short on time, but I want to make sure that we mention one thing that's really not even on our list, right, is the nativity. Yes. Because that's always a big popular Mm -hmm. thing. Yes. um, And it's a live nativity. So feel free and and give us the details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't, it can't be Thanksgiving without talking about the live nativity. Yeah, right? (laughs) Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas. Here we go. Um, Yeah, Concordia's live nativity. It's at the Concordia Cabot campus. Um, That's going to be on Sunday, December 11th. Um, we have three shows, like three performances, if you will, uh, 5, 15, and 6, I believe. Um, but the event actually starts at 4 o'clock. Um, some kids from St. Luke Lutheran School in Cabot are going to be singing some Christmas carols to kick off the event. We say that they're the opener to the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 4 o'clock, if you want to come out, uh, check out the live nativity. Um, it features Concordia residents, Concordia employees. We've got live animals, Christmas cookies, Christmas carols, and we've got a camel. All right, we've got a camel. That's the exclamation yes. point at the All end right. of yeah. You've got to come out. You can pet the camel. Um, so we're really looking forward to that December 11th. As long as the camel's in a good mood that day. Yes, right? we're yeah. hoping for a camel with two humps instead of a camel with one hump, but we'll see what we get this year. That's fantastic. So um, I just want to ask you both your, your final thoughts, and Sarah Beth, I'll start with you, just in the importance of our conversation today and mm-hmm. uh, taking time to understand you know, the, the, what you do and, and how appreciative that Concordia is. But I'll, I'll let you all have the floor with that. So sure. go ahead and start us off with um, I I'm so blessed to work for Concordia. Literally all the best aspects of my life have, have um, come from being a part of Concordia's mission. Uh, my personal development um, 
professionally was fostered um, through great mentors. And we are looking to foster and develop the talents of, of many more um, individuals. Uh, like Frank said, staffing um, is all, we're always in need. Uh, we do offer the best rates, benefits, and staffing ratios we feel in this in the business um, itself. And I would encourage anyone who's looking for a meaningful career to visit concordiacareers.org um, and view all of our open positions and hopefully will be a future colleague of ours in the future. Yeah, fantastic. Frank, how about you? Oh, I just want to uh, piggyback anyone, piggyback on, on Sarah Beth, anyone who's looking, you use the word meaningful. I love it. Um, if you're looking to work for an organization that gives back to the community, give us a call, visit the website. And then just one last gigantic thank you mm -hmm. um, to our home care, palliative care and hospice team members. Our mission doesn't exist without you. If there were more people in this room, I'd say let's give them a standing ovation, but three people clapping. We just, can still do it. We can yeah. still do it. It, it doesn't do it justice, but we so appreciate you. Thank you for all you do. Well, thank mm -hmm. you both for being here and happy Thanksgiving to you. Yes. Happy holidays to you. Merry yeah. Christmas as we get into this season. Um, again, Frank, uh, real quick with the contact information, it doesn't matter what we need, no matter if we want to visit, if we would like to make that decision to move in, mm -hmm. if we need a continuum of care, the gamut. I mean, yeah. we've talked how many times about many aspects of what you do. Yes. Um, if you want to get a hold of Concordia, the easiest way is to call 724-352-1571. To call Concordia Visiting Nurses, 724-352-6200. But just visit our website, www.concordialm, as in lutheranministries.org. Fantastic. Frank, nice to see you. Here, thank Beth. you so much. Thank thank you nice so to much. see you as well. You Folks, too. thank you very much for joining us this morning for Let's Talk. Now, if you joined us late and would like to hear the program again, what I'm going to do is point you to our website at WIS sr680.com. You're going to pick programs, drop it down to Let's Talk, and then look for Concordia. Thanks so much. I'm Tracy Morgan with the Butler Radio Network.